Hey everyone, welcome to Sunny Commutes, a podcast where I share my experiences in tech. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about our recent move to New York. So with me here today, I have Tanya, my favorite person in the world. And we're going to be sharing why we wanted to move to New York in the first place, how we actually were able to make the move, some of the lessons that we learned, and overall just how we feel about being here. Uh, So then another thing, and I remember uh, I was actually booking tickets, plane tickets, to fly to New York because we're planning to just fly here, spend, you know, 200, 300 bucks during the pandemic. It was also cheaper. And you know why. But also dangerous. Um, So I remember you called me during that same day, ended up canceling the tickets because you told me, uh, babe, I actually have a much better idea. And that is to take the car. And tickets were not available. I remember also tickets were not available. That was another thing. So yeah, I, I thought like, oh, it's probably easy to get tickets. No one's flying nowadays. But no, actually, I had to get it um, a few days after when our move-in date was. And so. that was uh, that's another thing to consider, you guys. When you are getting keys from your apartment, you have to physically be there. So your move-in date is the, is the date when you're getting the keys from your company, mm-hmm. your broker, uh, or the owner of, the, of your apartment, regardless of what kind of services you're using and what kind of rental property you've got. So either the owner will come over or you would need to get your keys from the broker. Yeah. So you had a really good idea when you called me. You said, hey, let's just drive the car mm-hmm. over to New York and we'll park it in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's much cheaper than parking on Manhattan. And that way we can bring all that extra stuff that the movers couldn't take. Yeah. Um, all the, you know, the stuff we needed for like a week living here without our furniture. So all of that, I think, it ended up get being better that we actually drove here. Right? Yes. Absolutely, 100%. You guys, also I wanted to mention something. Remember we talked about all of the advice that people will give you once they find out that you're moving? That's why I feel like, honestly, we just should not have told anyone that we were going to move or that we wanted to move. Mm -hmm. Because all of the advice that people gave us, it's based solely on their perspective, right? So we've been told by multiple people, not just one person, not to bring our car to the city. That New York is very walkable. Of course, there's subway. There's so multitudes of ways that you can commute to your work. So no need to A, rent apartment to Manhattan, and B, no need to bring your car. For us specifically, and if you're anything like us, both turned out to be wrong things. Because we did end up going with Manhattan instead of going with Long Island or maybe uh, Brooklyn or somewhere in Queens. And it was important to us because we like to walk. So if you like to walk, if you like commuting, I don't mind commuting for one hour mm-hmm. actually walking to work. I'm totally fine with that because... Versus being stuck in traffic and you're not getting any exercise, all those things. Exactly. Right? Yeah. One of the reasons, um, also a call out to our first section, one of the reasons why we wanted to move, I wanted to establish a more sustainable lifestyle for both of us, but especially for myself. 
for my own health, I wanted to have access to all of the resources, um, meaning having access to international food that has been imported from Italy or France or Ukraine, um, but also having access to the bio products, how they call them in Europe, or organic products over here, which is uh, very easy in the big city like LA uh, or New York City, right? We have access to so many different markets and food stores. Uh, and eateries of uh, ready and restaurants. Charlotte had it, but it's like one or two stores. They're usually smaller. Normally, you, you would can't. have to travel to yeah. the farmer's market, which is something that we did. Every weekend, we would um, drive to the farmer's market to get our local produce. Mm -hmm. uh, over here, we can just walk. It's a couple of blocks away, and they're there mm -hmm. like throughout the whole week. Yeah. Exactly. And we're in between uh, Target's and Trader Joe's. Um, mm -hmm. everywhere and we have fruit stands it's it's amazing so we wanted to walk everywhere number one concern uh, and also we wanted to walk everywhere not only to the grocery stores but because we wanted to get in shape we wanted to have not a sedentary lifestyle where you just sit in your car for two hours commuting from home to work and then you sit in your car again for two hours and then you come in home and you sit in front of your TV on the couch I know that there are couples that are extremely active, that do CrossFit together, exercises together for sometimes two, three hours in a row after yeah. work. Unfortunately, we're not there yet and neither were planning to be there at certain point, but we do enjoy walking. So if there is some kind of exercise that you guys enjoy as a couple, it could be biking, it could be swimming. Try to look for apartment in the area where this is provided because there are multiple of um, options here in New York City. There are indoor swimming pools. So if you're a couple that loves to swim, um, try to look for apartment in that area. Mm -hmm. If you're a couple that loves to walk, uh, figure out the way that it will take you to walk to your work. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just... I need that outside motivation so it's not like you know i'm not the person to go to a gym or some crossfit center and do that every week um you know a couple times a week mm -hmm. and go after work for a couple of hours um but instead if we need to go walk a couple of blocks um to get groceries we need to commute to work and yeah. that's you know a 30 minute walk or whatever exactly. it is if and all you the places, carry everything on exactly, yourself yeah, yeah. and you're exercising. So then it's like, and this is just how we both grew up. We grew up in cities and doing that sort of stuff by yeah. walking everywhere and taking public transportation. Um, so I think it's just much easier to be active if it's just part of your everyday lifestyle. Yes. It's not like you're making that huge commitment and you're saying, okay, so today I'm going to go to the gym and I will work out. The gym is part of your life. You're waking up, you're going to the farmer's market, walking. Then you carry very heavy grocery bags, mm -hmm. it, not using wheels, so don't cheat. Actually carry your grocery bags. That's a workout, you're lifting that weight, right? So every little thing is going to be a workout for you because it's part of your life and it's natural, it's organic and it's harmonious with how we are as a couple. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a good transition. So there's a lot of stuff in New York that we've been enjoying. Mm -hmm. So besides, you know, the, the movers and like having to actually get here and all this, the stuff that we have to deal with, like it's really nice once you move in, um, all the stuff that you can experience in the city. Yeah. So you Central know, Park. groceries, there's all that stuff. Going to the park, while going to the park, yeah. you make the best picnics. So yeah. just enjoy um, more of life being here in the city because all these uh, things are just available um, in, in greater 
I don't know. There's just more stuff in New York. Um, yes. Italy, you mentioned, like, the, the, the Italian food, the Italian food that they import is just not, it's impossible to find that in, in Charlotte, in other states. There's um, French market. So if you want to go to, uh, you know, your little France, right, there is an entire block, I think, uh, called Little France. Mm -hmm. Also, there is Little Italy. It's more than just one block. Uh, there is... Uh, if, if you love Indian food or Indian culture, Oh, yeah, we actually have Indian food. In, in our area, house. there's a ton of restaurants, a ton of grocery stores. Mm -hmm. So Ukrainian village. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we um, ate at a Ukrainian restaurant recently. Like, yeah, legit Ukrainian it's food. It's genuine food. So all of that stuff that's available to us in the city, we get to enjoy that. Um, yeah. Over time, maybe we'll get tired of that once we've like experienced everything. But New York is so huge you just that, it's just, that it's just years and years that we'll be able to enjoy just going to the park. I don't think Central Park will ever get old. Mm -hmm. um, we still Love enjoy Central going park. there. It's a nice uh, escape from, you know, the city, tech life. Don't think that it's only, you know, concrete jungle and that's it. There are, of course, you know, this huge skyline and so many high rises. But if you want to find nature and escape, it is available to you right within the city. It's yeah. Central Park. Aside from Central Park, there are multiple gardens, multiple city squares. Um, so we've actually walked all the way to the end of Central Park. Mm -hmm. you know, conservatory there's a beautiful garden. garden conservatory there. Uh, no one talks about Conservatory Garden because it's so far away. But if you continue, so imagine this is the road called Museum Mile. Continue to go all the way down to 105th, 105th Street. That's right. Um, you will see Conservatory Garden over there. It's a hidden gem. It's absolutely free. It's amazing and gorgeous. Beautiful. There are lots of flowers yeah. there. And then um, also with the car, we're still able to drive to places like the beach, which is just an hour away. Yeah. So uh, we actually... The closest one is like 40 minutes away. Like yeah, a yeah, big, yeah. big, big It's a Long yeah. Beach, Jones Beach. Um, and there's just a lot more um, besides those two. Yeah. But we take the ferry. For us, it's a 10-minute walk. Um, we take the ferry over to Brooklyn. Which is another then, 15 minutes or so. Yeah. And, you know, we're sitting on a ferry. We're not being active. But once we get off, it's another 10 minute walk to the parking garage, and then we're off on our way to the beach. And, and you might find this complicated because you think, well, I can just open up the door, go to my garage and take the car. But consider it this way, every time in your daily or weekly lifestyle, if there is some kind of a struggle, something that you have to go out of your comfort zone to do, this actually feeds your mind and feeds your body because you are working your muscles. You're getting out of your comfort zone. So every single time you need to take the stairs and you choose to take elevator, I'm sorry, but this is hurting you in the long run. So it, for instance, for us, um, our grocery store has an uh, escalator and an elevator, I think. Yeah, we just take the stairs. We never use it. Yeah. We use the stairs. Even when we have heavy loads on us and we have like each you know, four bags of groceries, we would still use the staircase. So try to use staircase more often, even if you're not in New York City. It's like those micro decisions in, in your everyday life. Yeah. Every single micro decision now that we make, we are thinking about what would bring me more struggle, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. We'll think, okay, what would make my leg muscles work more? What would make uh, me uh, be more sustainable, right? And uh, what would help me to give back to community mm -hmm. while I'm doing something? It's all like just the satisfaction and what you end up getting. You feel better, so, right? 
I didn't just go and, you know, hop in my car and go to Costco and, you know, get all the food there and, like, yeah. you know, quick run. Yeah. Um, instead, I actually had to walk, put in the effort, um, carry those bags over back home. Yeah. And then once I'm, you know, I, I look at my fridge, and I'm like, I worked. I didn't necessarily hunt, but, like, I, I worked to get this food. Yeah. Um, same thing with cooking. And I didn't really cook much before we were dating. Um, but then, <laughs> but then she, she's uh, shaking her head. Uh, for the audio listeners, but then, you know, I, I got more into cooking and just still basic stuff, but now, uh, after, you know, I'm eating, you know, I cook something and I'm eating the food afterwards, I feel like I appreciate it more. Right? I get satisfaction. I put work into it. So that's kind of how we are as a couple. We try to put in work for the results that we try to exactly. achieve. If you think that this is easy, if we're just like, you know, throwing numbers at you, oh, 10K, just save 10K. Everything that we do comes with a struggle. Everything that we do comes with work. But we do appreciate it more because we worked for it. Mm -hmm. For sure. Oh, I wanted to mention something about the car. Um, so we mentioned that we've got the car. We decided to keep the car. People will advise against that, but if it's um, if this is something that you have to do, you cannot sell it at this moment, for instance, which was our situation, or you have to partially move with your essentials in the car, and our essential was our cat that's sleeping next to us right now. Um, of course, we would need a car for that, and we were too scared, honestly, to fly. Uh, it would have been very dangerous. We would have been exposed to... Uh, hundreds of people that could have been sick right. uh, we are lucky because knock on wood we ended up not being sick so mm -hmm. far well also we didn't infect anyone right? and we, we were just driving anyone. ourselves so it was mm -hmm. just safer for everyone for us to do that it was such an easy drive i mean you guys when people are complaining about moving to new york city it was such an easy mm -hmm. drive we stopped outside of dc just for a night and i we happened to up. enjoy driving so that's also made it easier it was so nice. Uh, I disagree with people who are saying that it's a difficult drive. Uh, it was very pleasant, very nice. We did have a stop so that we we're fresh. Uh, we woke up and the next day we yeah. moved day from, from D.C. The day off. Yeah. We woke up, we went to, uh, from, from D.C. to uh, New York City. Mm -hmm. um, and Sunny had just mad parallel parking <laughs> skills. Uh, that he learned before. Oh, I was think prepping, about that too. Actually, yeah. yeah, prep about months, it. Yeah. If you are considering moving to New York City and you're considering renting a car while you are in New York City for maybe a couple of weekends or so, or using your own car and parking it over here, make sure that you practice. If you're from outside of New York, people might not know when you're passing uh, driver's tests, you do not have to show parallel skills, not everywhere. So I personally, myself, never had that skill. And we had to train ourselves, Sunny trained himself, to parallel park. So think about even those little things that you would yeah. have to do. Um, so yeah, it was an easy move and we decided to keep the car. I looked for different parking spots and I actually found a very affordable parking spot through Spot Hero. So another non-sponsored thing, so many would, sponsors. Would you recommend them? I would recommend Spot Hero. Just remember that uh, they don't necessarily disclose it on their website. After you sign up with them for the first months, you still need to reach out to that local parking spot. Talk to the office once you park your car and sign paperwork with them. Lots of parking spots uh, in New York City and outside of New York City are still not millennial friendly. So if you think like me, oh, I'm just going to fill out application online. I don't want to do this. I want everything to be automated. 
It is true for lots of other services, but for parking, it is still largely run by the people that mm -hmm. are more conservative and traditional that want to keep that paperwork with your signature on it. And you would have to come in, park your car, everything will be easy from then on, but just make sure that you sign that application. So there's another piece of advice that we definitely want to share, and that is in terms of having a job and how your salary affects the type of apartment that you can get and just your overall move to New York. So one of the things that was important for us was to make sure that we both had jobs in New York. Uh, in my case, I was actually fairly straightforward because the company that I was at, they're actually New York based. Um, that was another part of New York that like, you know, companies like that are very prominent here. Um, but in terms of the job, they paid me well enough to be able to facilitate the move in terms of that 40 times uh, requirement of your monthly salary yes, we or monthly rent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so for me also, because I already here, I was able to, um, you know, coordinate that where I already had a job. It was a simple location move, but my job stayed the same. Mm -hmm. um, I did switch teams, but regardless, it was pretty straightforward on my part. Now, in Tanya's case, uh, for you, it was uh, a little different because you were actually having to look for a new job and yes. you weren't sure if you're going to stay in the same company, um, if you're going to find a completely new company. So what, what were the, some of the things that are going through your head in terms of your job search? Um, it was pretty stressful, that's why, and this is what actually made this move pretty stressful, is looking for a job, plus the movers. I have to say that uh, Sonny's move, um, career-wise, and um, the fact that his company actually is headquartered in New York City, it's another thing that inspired the move to New York City, because yeah. we wanted him to grow here career-wise and uh, be able to have those opportunities that he might not have had if he had stayed in a satellite location in Charlotte. Uh, for me personally, I was also ready for the move. At the same time, looking for the job affected where we were looking for apartment. So uh, please remember that looking for a job in the city, that's number one thing that needs to concern you. Once you secure that, everything will stem from it. Uh, first of all, you need to figure out what would be your commute time, either by food or by car, which is not desirable because you would need to park your car somewhere, or by subway or by ferry. Um, so you need to look for a job that is within that walkable distance or whichever you want for your lifestyle. If you want to be very close to your job, um, of course, that's going to dictate mm -hmm. the roles where the address is going to be at. When we were actually looking for the mm -hmm. apartment, I remember that was very difficult because we weren't sure like what the actual location was. Yeah. Because let's say we're in Manhattan, which is where my job is located, but then your new job ends up being in, in Jersey or yeah. in Brooklyn or somewhere else, right? Even just on the same island, if you had uh, over an hour to commute, Absolutely. that would be really difficult. And so. I did have some opportunities. I had some offers in Jersey City, uh, but very soon I realized Sunny's job is in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, most likely we will look for apartment uh, in Midtown or around that area on Manhattan. So for me, commuting for more than one hour and a half just to get to Jersey City, uh, doesn't make any sense but we also did not want to rent an apartment in jersey city because for our first year living in new york city we really wanted to be in the center of everything that was our desire mm -hmm. so i'm glad that uh sunny actually uh you know set his foot and he told me okay no we're staying on manhattan 
if we're looking for apartment, it needs to be on Manhattan. We're not moving to Jersey City. Yeah. Um, so I'm and glad there was a lot of yeah. I th- I, there was a lot of um, unexpected. There's a lot of just like um, force majeure. Just uh, a lot of unknown, right? Because we oh, yeah. weren't sure. Like, okay, ideal scenario, we stay in Manhattan. But yeah. when we're discussing the location, where the job might be, yeah. we're like, well, we can't guarantee that you know Tanya, in this case, would have a job there. Yeah. So you were thinking like, well, we have to consider the the scenario where we might have to be in Jersey. Yeah. But that's a lot, adding a lot of stress, and it's also making a lot of um, decisions that we don't have to. So and from from my part, I'm like, okay. It just makes it too complicated. Yeah, but from so from my side, I'm I'm just saying. Uh, if we pick that one location, also yeah. I was fairly confident that you would be able to find a job there. So I just want to go ahead and just pick one location where if we have both um, jobs in that area, mm-hmm. it makes everything easier. We're not worried about our first year in Manhattan or in New York um, having to commute an hour and figure mm-hmm. out the logistics all around that. Absolutely. So yeah. think about the boroughs that you're selecting based on the job uh, that you have found. Mm-hmm. If you're still searching for a job, a piece of advice, do not move. Get the job right. here first. And that's okay? what we ended up doing. And it just added stress. Like we, we made it work. And yeah. I think I did find a job. Yeah. I found a job on Manhattan. And currently, of course, we are during the zombie apocalypse. Uh, so because of this, uh, everybody's working from home. But uh, in the future, one of the offices is located on Wall Street in the old Fulton Center area, the traditional area, if you remember, where the uh, um, uh, one Freedom Tower is located. And another office where everybody would be eventually moving is located literally across the street from Sunny's office yeah. uh, in Bryant Park, um, which is also in Midtown. So we were very lucky to pick the location that is only 10 minutes away by food, just mm-hmm. walking. Uh, to both of our offices. Yeah, so ideally just find the job before you move. Makes things less stressful and a lot easier. And money-wise, be careful. Uh, Understand that you need to prove to your landlord uh, whether it is uh, just a person, a company, um, an agency, you need to prove to them that you're making enough money to be able to be a reliable renter. People here don't rent out properties to people that cannot afford it. So if you are looking, if you're watching this video, you're probably already on the way, right? You're trying to figure out uh, if this is a suitable uh, move life-wise for you, right? Uh, Changing this lifestyle, completely moving to New York City. Um, Start searching by looking for a job first. Don't move without the job. So it gave you a ton of value there, but to quickly recap our main advice, one is to just sell everything before you move. Makes things easier. Get rid of that bulky furniture. Uh, so sell everything. The second thing is don't go with a mover. Just do it yourself. Have that confidence. Uh, and then the final thing is to not go with a broker. Uh, again, just do it yourself and save yourself that money. Any other advice that you recommend? Yeah, absolutely. If uh, you're listening to people's advice, take it with a grain of salt. There's something that could be applicable to your lifestyle, but there are many things that that person might not know about you uh, that is not going to just apply to your life in New York City. Uh, If you want to or need to keep your car or you know that your move is temporary and in two years or one year you would have to move to either suburbs over here or uh, down to another uh, state where the car is required, keep your car because you end up losing money. 
So try to think not only within the immediate time frame, but five years from now, 10 years from now, and try to account all of that and how your lifestyle might change. And lots more content coming in the future. Uh, go check out Tanya's Instagram. Lots of cooking, yes. lots of content. We're um, going to be posting things uh, behind the scenes. And also, we'll be posting a lot on how to save space uh, by being organized and being clean, utilizing your space correctly. And the great advice is uh, to minimize everything and use resources available to you through the minimalist um book and mm -hmm. netflix a special good resource yeah mm -hmm. so be on the lookout for all those things thank you for listening thank you for watching and we'll catch you on the next episode peace